You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and this week we have the Blizzard Edition. So sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, episode 11. Uh, This is what we're calling the Blizzard Edition. So each week, if you're new to the podcast, each week, or if you're an old listener, each week we have a certain amount of special guests. Uh, And this is all centered around a live performance at a place in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn, called Putnam's Pub and Cooker. And every Sunday at 8 p.m. we have live music there, and we record the show. We pick out some of the best songs, and then we, uh, we use them on this podcast. And then we step outside with the musicians and do real quick interviews with them, um, just talking about uh, the craft of songwriting and and what it's like to be um, the the day-to-day of being a musician. Um, We're calling this the Blizzard Edition because we had three special guests uh, signed up for this week, and we had three, count them, one, two, three, cancellations. So we kind of left there, kind of left with... uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but uh, I had to make up for everything. So first off, uh, this the girl um, Yerby canceled the day before because we had a big blizzard here in New York. So she canceled the day of the big blizzard, and I, that kind of put me in a in a weird mood. And I was like, "Oh no, that's no good." And then so I went to the show, and then on my way to the show, uh, I get an email from Nelson, who uh, was playing as this band Red Alert with another guy that. Uh, we'll get to in a second, but Red Alert, uh, Mr. Nelson from Red Alert, sends me an email, and he cancels maybe an hour before the show. And then the third performer that we had booked, this guy Wolf, um, just never heard from him. No call, no show. Uh, I'm not blaming the people that there was a huge blizzard, and all transportation was really affected in New York. However, I am of the opinion that the show must go on, so. I got there okay, Paul got there okay, and our friend Alex got there okay too. So um, the show must go on. I, I think that pretty often. I have to say that I've been playing music for, for quite some time, and um, I don't know, maybe when I was like 25, I made this decision that this is what I was going to do. I was always just kind of playing happy hours and stuff, and at 25, I was like, no, I'm going to really, really put everything I have into it. And since then, I just I don't have it in me to cancel shows unless... I am, you know, I physically cannot do it. I'll probably be there trying to do the show, uh, you know, even if I have a cold or anything like that. So this time we had three cancellations. Red Alert, Nelson, who I was talking about, was going to play with Alex G, who has been a uh, frequent uh, guest on our podcast. Alex still managed to make it. So luckily, Alex played a, a little set, and we're going to hear a little bit of his live music And I have a ton of songs, so I just filled in for the whole time. I just played a couple really long, long sets and, um, you know, did all the live music. So we're going to get to some of my songs uh, here, too. And since the last time I talked to you guys, I went and I saw this show uh, at City Winery. It was this band, the Bottle Rockets. They played a a set, and then after that, um, this guy, uh, Marshall Crenshaw, came out. 
and the Bottle Rockets were his backing band, and then they played a set. Now, Marshall Crenshaw, he is, if you guys don't know who he is, uh, you might know him. If you remember the movie La Bamba, if you remember that movie, he was Buddy Holly in that movie. He also had a lot to do with um, the movie Walk Hard. I, I, maybe he was in it, but he wrote some songs for it and stuff. And he's also just been a rocker, you know, since the early 90s. He's really great. If you live in New York, he hosts a radio show on WFU, WFUV on Saturday nights called The Bottomless Pit. And it's one of my favorite shows. And he always prefaces every song with sounds like this. And then he like plays the song and he's great. I love him. So it was really cool to see him. But the Bottle Rockets, I have this connection with the Bottle Rockets. First off, I have a connection with their music just on a very personal level. I think Brian Henneman, their front man, guitar player, songwriter, I think he is one of the best songwriters I have ever heard. And I have a, a serious reaction to his, they, they just sound so, his lyrics are so simple and direct and uh, something I really strive for. Uh, I've been a fan of the Bottle Rockets since I was probably about 10, maybe 12 years old. And I tell people I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm not. I'm from Peavley, Missouri. And the Bottle Rockets are from Festus, Missouri, which is maybe, I don't know, eight miles from Peavley where I grew up. I went to school in Festus. And in the 90s, the Bottle Rockets had, um, I guess, a hit. It wasn't like a huge hit, but they had a little bit of a hit with this song, Radar Gun. And it was just this straight-ahead driving rock and roll song about a junior college um a guy that's enrolled in junior college but is now a um a cop and he's just pulling people over and having a good time with his radar gun and i i absolutely love that song and so um interestingly their drummer who's still the drummer now ortman uh, i forget his first name uh he went to my church i went to a catholic school called our ladies and there was a church attached to it a parish or whatever and he went to the church and he would he would play there and stuff in the in the church like during a christmas mass or something he uh, uh, not often but sometimes would play their rhythm guitar player originally this is back in the 90s was my middle school janitor and he was just i thought he was like the coolest guy ever he had like this big beard and always wore like a belt bu- a big belt buckle with like a uh Harley Davidson wallet with a chain on it, just like the coolest guy I ever knew. And then I started hearing about the band, the Bottle Rockets. I think my brother got their CD first, and he kind of turned me onto their music. And then it was like Tom Parr is in this band, and it, you know, kind of, kind of blew my mind. And then they kind of had this hit with this song, Radar Gun. And I remember that they were coming out to New York to play on the Conan O'Brien show. Uh, this is like, I don't know, 96, maybe 98, something like that. And it was a big deal. You know, little small town band going all the way to the big city to to play on Conan O'Brien. Uh, but probably the most bizarre thing that happened in the, in the whole run was Tom Parr was no longer going to be the janitor at our middle school. So the school was run not only by nuns, but there, the principal was a nun, and uh, we had some nun teachers and, and stuff. And so we have this very awkward going away party for Tom Parr in our gymnasium. It used to be a church. Now we it's converted into a gymnasium. 
and they bring all of the grade school and middle school kids in there. And like, I remember I had the CD cause I was going to have them sign it. And it was like, Tom Parr is going to, you know, be a rock star in, in New York and play on the Conan O'Brien show, which it was not like Conan O'Brien. Now it wasn't prime time. He was like the late night guy. It was not even a very popular show, but it was a big deal for everybody at the time. So we have this like very odd sort of um, going away party in this gymnasium for Tom. And then um, and then the school day wasn't over. So then he had to go back to being a janitor for like the rest of the day. He's like the guy that would dump the sawdust on the on the vomit when kids would puke in the hallway or, or whatever. And he had to like go back to, to doing that and stuff. Anyway, Tom Parr is not in the band anymore. And the Bottle Rockets... Also, I had this high school teacher who is good friends with them. He um, he was my English teacher in high school, wrote a bunch of songs for them too. So I have all these strange connections. I've never actually met the Bottle Rockets, and I don't know them per se, but I've always loved and admired their music and have this uh, kind of strange attachment to them. So I got to see them at City Winery, and it's cool to see them. You know, they're still doing it, and they've been doing it since the 90s and and really killing it. So they played... At City Winery, which is an interesting place to see any band because it's kind of a, um, they're selling $25 glasses of wine and the Bottle Rockets are just this, you know, small town bar band and seeing them there was an interesting thing, but it was a really great show and, uh, you know, I, I love the Bottle Rockets. You know what they have at Putnam's Pub and Cooker? Wine. Just like City Winery. They have wine. And they have beer. And they have spirits. And they have stellar, stellar food. Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Or on the web at putnamspub.com. Go visit them. They do food delivery. They, uh, we have music there every night. They have trivia night on Wednesday nights. Uh, the place is a wonderful, wonderful establishment. They're friends to all musicians. That's Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Okay, so um, starting out with the live music, this all... Uh, all the live music that we're getting to tonight came from the, the night of the blizzard. Actually, it was the night post-Blizzard in New York. So we're getting to, the first song we're going to do is um, one of my songs. And it's actually one of my newer songs um, as things go. And it's called My Repertoire, which I think is kind of funny because I don't always write set list. And sometimes I do write set list. And I don't always know how to spell repertoire. So the other night I was kind of like writing out a set list for this show that I'm going to be playing later on this evening. And I start writing out repertoire and I like kind of, you know how you do whenever you don't know how to spell something, you kind of make like an E looking I and an I looking E and you kind of just smudge all the letters up like, so you don't, cause you don't know how to spell it. And then I'm thinking, well, this is what a terrible thing because I'm going to be on stage reading this and I fudged up all the letters. I'm not going to be able to know what song I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, this is a newer song of mine. I've always wanted to have a song where I list off all of my, my, um, inspiration in my um what's the word i'm looking for uh influences i list off all my influences and all the people that i like when i first started in when i was a kid my dad 
taught me how to play. And he had this binder filled with all these all these songs. You know, this is pre-internet days, so you had to like literally type out or write out all of the songs. And um, he had this binder, and that's what I what I first learned out of was reading all these all this sheet music and stuff. So I started thinking back to that binder and thinking back to all the people that I saw in there and started coming up with a list. And pretty soon they started to rhyme and I came up with my repertoire. This is Carl Banks singing that tune. I got this friend, a uh, friend named Tommy Maine, and he wrote this cool song with all his influences in it. And I thought, shit, man, I, w- I need to have me one of those songs. So I sat down and I tried to think of all the very uh, first songs that uh, I ever learned. And I put them in a song and it's called My Repertoire. (laughs) My old man, he taught me how to play. He said it takes 20 minutes of practice, but you gotta do it every day. If you try to master a craft, you will never get bored. Run all the scales. And learn all the chords Sing out loud But most of all Get yourself a great beat Repertoire A repertoire I learned Peter, Paul, and Mary Beatles songs Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young Melanie, Joni, Joan by Is Cash, Clapman, The Grateful Dead Jackson Brown, Van the Man Bill Withers and Pearl Jam Willie Whalen, Jerry Jeff and Merle Doc Watson, Steve Earle Django, G-Love, Jim Croce Arlo, Woody, Bob Marley Christopherson and Robert Earl Keane Bob Dylan, Shel Silverstein Jimi Hendrix, The Wind Cries Mary Johnny B. Goodbye, Chuck Berry Song, song, song Galore. Every year learn dozens more Trying to make my old man proud Get a laugh, please a crowd Sing out loud, but most of all Demonstrate my repertoire My repertoire So I started going out with my guitar Most nights I was singing in the street Signing up at open mic Till I had me a paying gig Within a couple of years For 30 bucks on a Wednesday night Free domestic beer My Alvarez and me And a jar full of tips Singing songs that I like Not them top 40 hits Just sitting on a stool In the corner of a bar Demonstrating my Great big repertoire My repertoire Blue moon I saw you standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of love Dang it, dang, gang, get the bing, bomb, bing, boom, boom, boom Blue moon I saw you standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without love of my own So the years went by and well my fingers got quick I bought me a harmonica, started blowing in it Then me and my guitar, we started going out on trips In my grandma's old car, with all my stuff packed in it I decided might as well grow my beard real long 
travel around the world singing other people's songs and I write a couple too to sing on a Saturday soiree demonstrate my expertise in my repertoire my repertoire I play Peter, Paul, and Mary Beatles songs Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young Melanie, Johnny, Joan, Baez, Cash, Clapman, The Grateful Dead Jackson Brown, Van the Man, a whole lot of Dave Matthews Band Willie Wayne and Jerry, Jeff and Merle, Doc Watson, Steve Earle Songs, songs, songs galore, every year learn dozens more Trying to make my family proud, get a laugh, please a crowd Sing out loud, but most of all, demonstrate my repertoire York City, where I get to sing in clubs, and there's gourmet deli groceries where you're bound to fall in love. I'm dying for this dream in a city that don't sleep. I would choose a different path, but I'm in the woods too deep, so I just keep on singing on until I can no longer. Then I'll pass down my guitar to a young one stronger. I'll say, get a case that's hard and a sturdy guitar pick. Everyone should doubt you. Show your great big repertoire. Show your repertoire. Play some Peter, Paul, and Mary Beatles songs. Crosby and Stills and Nash and Young. Melanie, Joni, and Joan Baez. Cash Clapman, The Grateful Dead. Jackson Brown, Van the Man. Withers and Pearl Jam, Willie Wayne and Jerry Jeff and Merle, Doc Watson, Steve Earle, Django, G Love, Jim Croce, Arlo Woody, Bob Marley, Christopherson, Robert Earl Keane, Bob Dylan, Jill Silverstein. Songs, songs, songs galore. Every year learn dozens more. Try to make your family proud. Get laugh, please a crowd. Sing out loud, but most of all, demonstrate your repertoire. All right, I hope you dug it. Um, there's a lot of words in that one. I realize that the years go on that my songs just get more wordy and more wordy. So, I, And now I have a podcast where I get to have 45 minutes of words just rambling. But they don't always rhyme, so it's a little different. But uh, I hope you dug it. So, uh, like I said, the night of this particular show, uh, we had three cancellations. Alex G is the guy that put me in touch with Nelson, and they were going to play as this band, Red Alert. Um, Alex still managed to make it out that night. Uh, Nelson didn't. So it was kind of a big deal uh, that he did show up because he he helped out a lot, you know. Um, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard him interviewed before and he's played before. So um, you might be familiar with his music. We're using another one of his original songs. And then um, we went outside, and because... I was up there playing all night. Um, I had a lot of a lot of drinks. I had to keep my you know vocal cords moist and everything. So I uh, we we had a pretty um, boisterous and and wordy conversation afterwards. So uh, we're gonna hear from Alex G right now. His band is the Dry States. You might have heard him on this podcast before. So uh, we're gonna get to Alex G.
up early More work to do It's not like you see on TV We gotta work hard to make it through Gotta make about 50 calls So it all goes right And then break away so we don't lose our minds We give this our hearts and our souls Because it burns so strong Give it your heart and your soul Bouncing around for years It's taken so long It's hard to focus when it feels like everything is wrong So much work to do So just one thing goes right When it's good and true You just can't break away Even if you wanted to We give this our hearts and our souls Because it burns so strong Thank you, good night, have a nice week Give it your heart and your soul Let's dance Thank you. I guess I'm going to play a couple more. Um, we're sitting here tonight. We're with Alex G. This is your third time. My third time. Third interview. Ooh, my third <laughs> interview. I'm so nervous. And we're also with Paul. Paul's here. Say hey, hi. everybody. <laughs> this, Paul doesn't ever get to talk. He always just laughs in the background or corrects me or something. That's right. <laughs> I do, I do, I do so laugh a lot. Tonight we had a, record, um, we had a record three cancellations. <laughs> Never have we had. Well, you had one in advance, <laughs> one a little less in advance, and another one. And then one, one no like, call, no, no show. Call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which was Wolf, who, bummer, man, because uh, it seemed like he was going to have a lot. Of, it seemed like it was he has a lot of interest in his music. So, Wolf, where you at, man? You didn't you didn't get a hold of me. But n nevertheless, Blizzard in New York this weekend. It's not that crazy. But Alex, you made it. How'd you get here? What train did you take? The R train? I took the R train. I don't live too far running. from you in Park Slope. Um, 
I took the R train. It wasn't really a problem. I just got Second lucky. It was working. Yeah. And then I got off a decal and just walked. Yeah. Q I got lucky. Q train is different. It's got, um, you know. No, 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 no cigarettes. Good luck to you. Q train's different. It's uh, exposed to the elements and stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, so luckily I got like a million songs. Alex has got a million songs that we uh, could play and recover or whatever. So there was one song. Do you remember the name? Uh, there was some like song, original song. At the uh, end of it, you said, I wrote that song. <laughs> that's yeah. why Paul and I looked at each other like, Oh, I, I know was what you're talking about. I was like, oh, yes, that's a great yes. one. And then you that, said, was, that was called Hearts and Souls. Okay. Yes. That's, that's a song that I wrote and rewrote a million times. <laughs> that's the song that um, starts out, wake up early, got some work to do. It's huh. not like you see on TV, got to work real hard to make it through. I think that was the song. Thank you yes. for noticing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I rewrote that song like five times. It's just a song about people putting their heart into what they're doing, like mm -hmm. I do with music, like you do, Carl, and like a lot of actors and athletes and musicians and whatever the hell they do, artists, painters, they put their heart and their soul into something, and it's not something you could stop. Right. It's just burning deep inside of you. And it's hard to quantify at times, you know, because if you're... With me, I'm just speaking to music because that's what my experience is. It's hard to know if you're progressing, you know, and you wake up and you do it. Every, you try to write songs, good songs every day. And it does like affirmation doesn't come very often. Mm -hmm. So you have to just find it in yourself to just continue going on. How true. <laughs> um, I've had a million beers tonight, by the way, too. So uh. <laughs> you sound great for being drunk out of your mind. <laughs> Not out of my mind. Songs. Uh, <laughs> Most of the songs are remakes, like 40s and 50s and 60s songs that I remake my own style. Working Man Blues is an old country style song by Merle Haggard. Oh, I, I want to say late 60s, early 70s. It's a pretty old song at this point. And um, I first heard it because I'm a big fan of Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. And he did it like a million other artists over the years have done it. And I heard it for the first time, not knowing what it was. And I was like, oh, you know, this is cool. And I wrote it and rewrote it and I kept going. And eventually became um, like a rockabilly in E minor, which is what I turned it into. What about and that's uh, working man blues. Uh, the blind man blues. Who's that? Um, blind man blues. I want to say muddy waters. Ah. Really old song by muddy waters, and I changed the lyrics because I couldn't remember the lyrics. So I said, <laughs> "Screw this! I'm just going to write my own lyrics. It's easier that way." And well, well, I just was, I heard this from. interesting thing about. Well, there's like the Allen Ginsberg school of first thought, right thought. You write drunk, edit sober type of idea. It's like right uninhibited and then mm -hmm. you go back later and you and you tweak the words and to make them you know more appropriate or more thoughtful or something i also think the first instinct is usually the correct one yeah for whatever reason i can't explain it and it shouldn't be explained right but often i think that happens to people the way you wrote it the first time is usually the best way mm -hmm. and the idea is there all right i'm, I'm hitting stop Goodbye. Signing off. Thank you, gentlemen. It's been a nice night as usual at Putnam's.
right. Thanks a lot, Alex. And thanks for showing up. Uh, the show must go on. And he came out and, and made it out for the show. So I really appreciate it. And it was quite quite a good time talking to him afterwards out, outside. And he killed it as far as the music goes. Um, The third and final song that we're going to get to uh, for the live music is one of my songs. And this particular night, uh, you, you might hear this in the audio, um, this group of girls came in and sat down at this table over in like the dining room area, and one of the girls had a Mizzou shirt on. So it gave, gave me the idea to play this song. Now, this song that we're going to get to is, I don't even know if I really have a title for it, but I think I call it Rapping on Some St. Louis Cardinals Blues or something like that. Um, there's a Todd Snyder song. Who's a big, I'm a big fan of his music. Uh, he has a song about Doc Ellis and who was this infamous pitcher that one time pitched a no-hitter while he was high on LSD. And I remember the first time I heard that song, I was really blown away from it, blown away by it, and I thought it was amazing. So what I did, and this, I had this idea to take the sort of framework of the song, and I'm a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. That's why the Mizzou correlation is there. St. Louis, Missouri. I'm a big fan of the Cardinals. So I thought maybe I'll take the framework of his song and start plugging in um, my favorite songs. And my dad, when I was a kid, my dad had this baseball signed by the 69 Cardinals. And that was like Bob Gibson and Kurt Flood and uh, Mike Shannon. Uh, I think his dad took him to a World Series game. Maybe it was 68. And he got it signed at the World Series by all these Cardinals. Now, Baseball was totally different then. Bob Gibson, at one time in the 60s, threw three complete games in a World Series, also hit a couple home runs. Now, those are things that just are never going to happen in baseball again. The athletes are just totally different, and they're more specialized now. But Gibson was just an amazing, amazing player. So that's kind of the idea that I, I had for this song. And I kicked, a, kicked it around in my head for years and years. Um, just thinking about how I wanted to kind of write this song about how much I liked the Cardinals and how those days were so much, you know, cooler or because uh, because they had such a big thing in my memory uh, or they were held to such high standard in my memory. Um, so years go by, I have this idea and just kind of thinking about it. And one day um, I was talking to my dad about it and we sat down at our old house and we're sitting at the kitchen table and I start telling him the idea and then he starts telling me players that played then, and we and we started rolling, and we started writing this song, and it was one of those things that it just kept going and going and going, and we were writing it and having just a killer time playing with the words and flipping words around, and oh, what if we said it this way? Oh, that's good. What if we do this and using baseball terms and stuff? So that's the song I'm going to get to right now. Um, like I said, I don't really have a specific title for it except for um, when I write it in. On my set list, it's just baseball song, but um, I think the title is Rappin' on some St. Louis Cardinals Baseball Blues. It's time for the harmonica. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but notice somebody had a Mizzou shirt on over here. Zio, did you go to Mizzou? All right, cool. Well, I didn't, but uh, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. So, so this is a, a song about my favorite baseball team. A 
Growing up, I was told about a series of days 64, 67, 1968. A team did something that had never been done. They went from slump chumps to world champions. They rolled up their sleeve, their work was hectic, showing the world their relentless work ethic with the birds on a bat, STL on a hat, and those cons stealing. They had an ace in the hole, and everybody didn't know. Oh, Lou Brock a beat. Mississippi mud and in center field you had old Kurt Flood, the man brought free agency to the game saying a well-paid slave is still a slave. No matter the pressure they was feeling alright at the first base bag you had black Bill White infield was flying high in the air, camp the second was a Julian Javier in the afternoon under the lights Carlton McCarver, Shannon's in right but the cannon belonged to this cat named Gibby, towing the rubber with the hopes of a seated through Three complete games, 17 Ks, even peppered in a couple home runs. Red Shane did shoot, had his apron on. They were serving up the Yankees on a hot dog bun. They rolled up their sleeve, their work was hectic, showing the world their relentless work ethic with the birds on a bat, SDL on a hat, and those cons are dealing. They had an ace in the hole, and everybody didn't know, oh, Lou Brock be stealing. Twenty years later, seen the Wizard of Oz, Big Lee Smith and Tom Pack. Nines in my Andy got my stand a man's autograph ball. We lost an 85 series cause the ump blew a call. Go crazy, folks! Go crazy, folks! It went white at Torrey, then it stepped LaRusa. Two years later, seen the first base juicer. He was crushing the ball and filling the seats. Took 70 jack before Sosa was beat. That's a winner! That's a winner! A World Series winner! So time goes by and season day fly. Ain't that just how the story goes? To from a foreign land came this Dominican man named Albert Pujols again October would bling with World Series rings, but that don't come without no grime and no grit. You need the bats are rattling, infield chattering, a little bit of luck and tobacco spit. You gotta roll up your sleeve, the work gets hectic. Showing the world your relentless work ethic with the birds on the back, SL on the hat, mm, those cons are dealing. They had an ace in the hole and everybody didn't know, oh, Lou Brock be stealing. Nowadays crouching behind the line, taking it out of the dirt about every time. He's in his prime, earning every dime, this El Capitan Molina. It got all the fans clapping their hands in the stands, taverns, and cantinas. Andale, andale, mama, ea, ea, oh, oh, what's a happening now? Andale, andale, mama, ea, ea, oh, oh, what's a happening now? Fish don't fry in the kitchen, beans don't burn on the grill. Took a whole lot to Ryan just to get up that hill.
right. I hope you dug that one. I uh, love singing it, and uh, I really love playing it, and I love the fact that I had help from from my dad writing that song. It's kind of a cool thing. So um, I want to thank you for listening. Again, we can see the stats of who's listening, and it's increasing and increasing, and we can definitely use more listenership. So uh, if you're out there spreading the word, I really appreciate it. If you want to get a hold of me, Carl, I host the show. Um, I do all of the booking and monitor this email that is Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail. That's Putnam's Acoustic Sunset, just one long word at Gmail. Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail. If you have any questions, comments, or anything about the podcast, please get a hold of me on that. I'm looking at it every day. If you know of any bands uh, coming through New York that might want to play and be featured on the podcast, or if you are in New York, and might know somebody, get a hold of me because we're always looking for people to perform and we're always looking for uh, for new ideas and we want some feedback. So Putnam's Acoustic Sunset. Uh, I want to send out a bunch of thank yous. Thank you to the listener. You're the main, uh, main thank you because you're the only reason this is possible and the only reason it's uh, podcasts are worth doing and the only reason really music is worth doing. It's You're the reason there's a whole a sound hole in the guitar. It's for the listener. Um, a big thanks to Paul Pontius who puts this all together. Uh, thanks to Jerry and Audrey from Putnam's and Putnam's for putting on the show. T, who was the bartender the night of this Blizzard episode. Um, thanks to T and thanks to all the servers and everybody at Putnam's. They're, they're great. And thanks to Alex G for, for making it out. Um, I really appreciate it. He kind of, uh, he helped me out big time and he has before. So, Thanks a lot, Alex. Um, again, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, we're now currently on Stitcher, so if you're or know somebody that's a Stitcher user, tell them. Um, until next week, peace, love, and rock and roll. <laughs>